Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. you welcome to sacrilegious discourse i'm husband i'm wife and together we're reading the bible starting with genesis and eventually ending with revelations we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents or shekels yeah those we're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense we aren't academics or scholars nope in fact when it comes to religion we really don't know anything at all what we've learned so far is that god's a dick Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! What the fuck is this? Uh, this is Monday, but we're doing a special episode where we're actually rebroadcasting our 50th or our 50th episode that we did where we had a, like a getting to know husband and wife type episode because Ooh, we've got we a lot that? of new listeners. We do. We do. We've got like a ton new listeners and anybody that's picked up like as they like were coming through here they've m- maybe missed that episode. So That's fair. And we're doing a week of special episodes, so I figured why not it was a good place yeah, to stick it. It's a good place to stick this one. Yeah. Gives us a day off, kind of, other than this. And then, <laughs> you know, people can skip it if they've already heard it. So, yeah. gives them a day off too, maybe. It's true. This is how much we love you. Yeah, we're giving you a day off. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, if you haven't heard the episode before, stick around. And if you have heard it before, you can stick around too if you want. But you don't have to. But you should talk to us on Twitter and let us know what you think. Yeah. Definitely. Husband. Wife. Do you remember why we're doing this particular episode? Yeah, actually I do. What is it? Well, this is our 50th episode. It is. And we kind of started our app, our podcast like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And we never really, other than like our 30 second or one minute, whatever the hell long it is, intro that we did. We never really explained why we're doing this, what we're doing, etc. Okay. So that's what we're doing today. It is? I mean, that's my understanding. Yes. Okay. Yes. You are right. You are correct and good. So um, why do we want to podcast at all? Like, Well, I think that's a selfish reason. Yeah? What's your reason? Well, we love talking about things. We do. That's my reason. I just enjoy bouncing stuff off of you. It's so fun. We actually did a, you know, another podcast at one point that was, it's no longer available to anybody out there, but we we did something, it was called Side Hustle Kerfuffle. Yeah. And it was about... um, Driving DoorDash and Uber. And we yeah. did a really, it was it was really nice back and forth. So we enjoyed that a yeah. lot. And we just wanted to do something else. And one of the things that we end up talking about a lot, just in our own time, is religion and philosophy. how it affects people and philosophy. And just, you know, we live in a very religiously oriented town. Yeah. And it's very... It, it it's it affects our lives very much here. So. It really does. I mean, there's how many churches where we live? I mean, right outside my door, there's one. And it's then, true. And then there's probably at least six or seven more in this town. If and that's just in that's the town. In the town. And, and if then, you count the outlying churches, there's probably another five or seven, maybe twenty five. I don't know. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot, and we only have. One stoplight. We used to live in a neighboring town that was even smaller than this by five times. And like, there's only like, there's only like 5,000 people in this town. There was like a thousand people in this other town. And there was literally one, two, three, there's four churches in that town. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So yeah, we've, we live in Bible country. We really do. So, and, and we are not, 
we're not big on the Bible. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Did you grow up going to church? I grew up with parents who wanted me to um, make my own choices. So what that meant was my dad was religious as a child, but grew out of it and became what I would call a philosophizing atheist. See, I would just call that an agnostic because he has specifically said that I'm atheist, but I don't want to think I know it all. So I'm agnostic because I acknowledge that there could be stuff I don't know, but I don't believe in it and I haven't seen it. So I'm atheist. So I would just call him mostly a spiritual agnostic. Really smart, studied all kinds of philosophy, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, My mom... On the other hand, um, she is somewhat religious now. I wouldn't call her a fanatic. She, she recently started going to church and saying she'll pray for us. And right. that's been a really... Hard thing to swallow. Yeah, that's been really weird, honestly. Um, but when I when I was growing up, she wanted us to be exposed to church, but um, didn't push it or anything. So like, I ended up going to a Quaker church for a while, actually. Did you like that? That sounds so I, it cool was, to me. It was interesting. It was, it was, and it was, it was very interesting. It's my understanding that Quaker churches are more like community driven than self. I, I gotta say, I wasn't there long enough to like really get a full grasp of it, but I do know that they do a lot of community service and of the religions that were out there, that was the one I could stomach the most just because of what they represented outside of their church. Got it. Now, doesn't mean I agreed with anything they taught, but still, their social activism was very um, appealing. Uh, it was very much a part of who they were. So, right, that was that was neat. Um, I and and here's the other one more tidbit about myself. Um, I went to I was in Scouts as a kid, and you had to have a religious affiliation to be in Scouts. That just so, blows my mind, honestly. Like I know that is true, but to think of that in today's time as having been a thing. Right. That's crazy to me. So when they, they asked when they asked me what church I went to, I told them I was a Quaker. Because you didn't have anything else to... You were like, oh God, I got to pick something real quick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and to fit in out in this area where I grew up, and I grew up in the same town that we're in now, and to fit in out here, you know, it was... Being religious was a very, very much a part of of life out here. So I, I did go to church with friends occasionally to try to fit in and, and go to church functions occasionally. And I wanted to know what it all meant and why these people were so adamantly, I, I don't know, in love with this whole thing that is religion, I guess. So right. I didn't understand it. And I dated a girl one time and that wanted me to be saved. And I was like, saved from what? That is so funny. Because <laughs> I was in high school and my friends all asked me if I was saved and I had never heard the term before. So I, I thought the same thing. What do you mean saved? Saved from what? Right. And like, they thought that I was smarting off or being funny. Right. And yeah. they didn't understand. Like, no, I really literally legitimately have never heard that term. I don't know what you're asking me. Yeah. If you don't grow up in the church, which I don't, neither one of us did. No, no. I grew up, um, my parents are really religious now, which is just yeah. so weird to me because I grew up with, um, my mom didn't really care one way or the other. And my dad um, was super into science. And like, I can remember him um, 
he subscribed to various um, science magazines, one of which was Omni. And they don't make that anymore, but Omni will always have my heart because it's one of the most fond memories I have of my childhood is sitting on my dad's leg on his lap and him paging through it and explaining stuff to me. And, you know, his idea of spirituality was like the force from Star Wars. <laughs> like we're all connected and, you know, there's a goodness in all of us and just, you know, always be a decent person and have morals. Right, right. And I, I found it easy not growing up in church to have my own morals. Right. Like that was never an issue for me. Right. Um, did you ever feel any social pressure in your life growing up or, um, or for church? I was a military brat, so there wasn't a specific... Um, religion like I didn't grow up in a small town I grew up on a small base but because people would come and go there was no one specific religion that stuck sure so I don't I know one of my friends um was her mom was Greek and she had some kind of bible and I don't even remember if it was like the traditional Christian Bible or a different one. But anytime I spent the night at our house, we had to read from it. And she was appalled that I had never read the Bible. So when she was like <laughs> talking about chapters and verses, like I didn't know how any of it worked. So I just kept reading, hoping she would stop me at the appropriate place. And she didn't. And so she was like, haven't you ever read the Bible? And I was like, oh, no. Well, that's kind of funny because, like, when I was in Scouts, they would always do the Lord's Prayer before meals and stuff. Oh, gosh. And I had no idea what that was. So, like, at first when I was in Scouts, like, I, you know, you're try you're a kid. You're trying to get along. You're trying to, like, so you're like fit in. Mwah, and I'm like, mwah, yeah, I was like, Halloween. I mean, I know the Lord's Prayer now. I mean, I, I actually, I don't know if I could recite it right at the moment, it's but it's our father who, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily, our daily bread, bread and forgive us our trespasses as we, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine, thine is, the is the power and the glory and and the, the kingdom, kingdom, yeah, that forever and forever. ever, amen. Right, that's God, so that's funny. Between really the two sad. of us, we know it, and neither of us. It, it's not something I ever worked on. Did I you had, ever work on it? No, I just, I mean, it was me being in scouts, and I had to. It was to fit in, you know, to yeah. fit in. That was it. Yeah, and and you know, like we sat around and sang songs like "Kumbaya, My Lord" and shit. Right, and like I'm like, I don't. I don't care about any of this. I don't right. know. Like it, it was, it was, it was very stigmatizing. Like I, it was, it was hard to, to want to be a part of this group, but then not know this large piece of what this group was and in, in any way whatsoever. I, um, my sister obviously grew up the same way I did, but for some reason, and I have to think it's because her best friend um, they went to church every Sunday. Right. And so she went with them and she practically lived at their house. And so she was religious from a very, very early age on her own in a family that wasn't. Right. And that was very weird. And we kind of would make fun of her. I feel bad for it now. 
but she's always been Christian. And so I can remember getting into an argument with her because she wanted me to believe in God with her. And I'm like, I don't know how to just, you know, it must've been how you felt. I don't know how to just one, two, three, go and decide that I believe like there's a light switch right? and yours is on and mine is not. I don't know how to access that light switch where you just suddenly believe or feel something that isn't there well, my being raised the way i was i was taught to be a very analytic thinker and right and to rationalize things and how do you rational you, you can't you can't rationalize god yeah there yeah. is no rationalization for it and and then what made me even more of a staunch I, I guess i would call myself an atheist but you know there's more to it than that well we'll talk about that in a minute okay um, but but the my point was that um. Oh, where was I going? You guess you would consider yourself an atheist? Yeah, but I was saying something else before that. that oh, I, I'm sorry. I cut no, you off. No, it's all right. I wasn't going to go into detail oh, about that. So Sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah. So, so that's I where totally we're totally forget what I was going to say now. Sorry. Yeah. I do that to you. You do. I derail your train. You do. Hey, how about we get on? Or unless do you want to? No, go? I have I have one more question. Okay, and then we'll take a break. All right, sounds um, good. My next question, and it doesn't fit into any of the other categories, is why I stuck it here at the beginning. So, why are we hiding our identity in oh. this podcast? Yeah, well, we've covered some of the reasons, and I, I think the biggest reason really is that a we have a kid that's yeah. still going to school. Yeah. Um, and B, we live in, in the Bible belt. We live in, in Bible country and we are surrounded by very, um, in your face Christianity. I mean, there, I think other parts of the country don't, don't understand. Like I still drive DoorDash and so I'll drive around and there are Trump flags and there are stop the steal flags and there are, um, you know, religious freedom flags. Flyers, yeah. fl- flags and stuff, yeah. which, which you know, religious freedom sounds great, but it doesn't mean what everybody wants it to mean. Right, so. right. So when you see those things, you don't feel safe to, you know, speak who you are, to speak your truth. Yeah. So we will remain husband and wife, so well, to and, speak. And more than that, there is, we, we have some direct family that would be very offended by That's true this too. as well. So. That's true too. And, and there are others who would use the information against us and yeah. could cause trouble. Right. It's more about keeping our jobs, keeping our family safe and... and Not and just, getting our house egged or our cars keyed. Yeah. So we <laughs> shall be husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is what it is. Sure. Was that the only question you had before we move on to the next section? Yeah. Let's take a break because okay. I have to pee. <laughs> and... <laughs> Oversharing much? Whatever. Yeah. That's what we do, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so. All right. All right. We'll see you guys in a minute. Bye. Okay, we're back. All right. That yeah. was a long break. For us and for them, it wasn't. No, I know. But, you know, our alarm went off and. Well, yeah, we, we had some coffee. coffee and. Yeah. Fed the cat. That's the wonderful and... thing about, about podcasting. You can you can hit pause on that as long as you want to and then come on back to it. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's funny. What yeah. are we doing now? You said you're surprising me with a bunch of crap, so. A bunch of crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. So, we touched on this briefly, but I wanted to ask you to um, further speak on 
whether you consider yourself an atheist or an agnostic, and what you feel the difference is between the two. So I've gone through many, um, many different forms of what I am in my life, I would say, and it's been progressively towards atheism. Okay. Okay. Um, I went from a person, as, as I kind of discussed in the first section, uh, mm-hmm. someone who wanted to understand and be part of a religious group because it seemed so prevalent in my community. Right. Um, when I you know, got out of high school and got into college, I, I discovered more about myself and, and I started thinking of myself in the terms of agnostic. And I, I didn't do a lot of research into it, but it felt better to say, I don't know. You know? And is that how you would define agnosticism? More or less. Yeah, I would define agnosticism as, you know, I'm, I'm leaving open the possibility of anything. Got it. Okay. Um, so I would say at this point in my life, I am more atheist than I am agnostic. Um, I, I, I'm not agnostic. I'm, I'm definitely atheist. I do not believe that the God that is said in the Bible exists. Sure. Okay. I do not believe that the God said in any written form exists. Um, do you believe in a higher power? I don't think I do. I mean, my... My catchphrase is from Kurt Vonnegut, and it's so it goes. And 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 I think, you know, when I die, I'm gonna be turned into dirt, and that's pretty much it. And so it goes. And so it goes. I mean, right. that that's pretty much how I feel about the matter. Um, now, the 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 wonderful thing about atheism and religion and theism is that we can sit here and argue all day, and essentially they are all beliefs. Right. Like I believe there is no God. I believe there is a God. If I was Theist. Right. Um, and if I'm agnostic, I believe that I want to sit the fence. Wow. So, you know. That's a harsh kind of perspective. Well, I mean. Well, okay. The reason that I say that that's a harsh perspective is that I kind of consider myself agnostic. But um, I have like a kind of painful reason why. Yeah. Um, for one thing, um, you know, I grew up with science parents or whatever. Yeah. And then my parents went the opposite route and became like hardcore Southern Baptist, like, oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah. No, I and know. Believe me. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. You've seen some of it too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so there's that. And then I joined an atheist group and <clears throat> I refer to them as the angry atheists. Yeah. Because. I, I, I'm aware of that. Because they were just as hateful as the Baptists. And they were just as arrogant as the Baptists. And I know for a fact that this is what's what. And you're an asshole and an idiot if you don't um, think like I do. And like there was such a, a sense of shame. And I don't like either of those perspectives. And granted, those are both extremes. Which is why I do choose to sit in the middle. But not from... A lack of wanting to choose a side so much as that I I want to feel safe and free to ask questions and to wonder. And sure. um, so, I mean, I if I was going to call myself atheist, because I don't really believe in a higher power and, you know, particularly not a god of the, the Christian Bible or... Yeah, fuck that guy. He's a dick. He is a dick. But just... A guy watching over us in general, whatever religion that might be, you know, Judaism or right. or um, Muslim faith or and and 
just whatever those faiths are, I don't believe in a higher power that watches over us. Right. I just don't. Right. But I wouldn't call myself an atheist because of my experience with the atheist. If I did fit that category, I would call myself a, a spiritual atheist because, I mean, there are things I don't understand. There are, you know, things that I don't know. And I, I just like to leave room for the possibility that something might be there that I don't know about. And I do think that we are all connected and kind of a new agey, hooky, Wiccan kind of way and, you know, one with the trees kind of thing. And this earth is our only earth. And, you know, our biome is dependent on each little piece of us. And, you know, we are all stardust and, you know, energy doesn't die and all of that, all of that. And so that is why I feel more comfortable in the category agnostic. But I can understand because I do lean more toward atheism. Right. It's just, I don't know, my experience with them just left that a nasty taste in my mouth with that word. Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, I empathize with that to a degree because since we've started the Twitter account um, mm -hmm. on for, for our podcast, um, we've been following and, you know, living in circles of atheists and anti-theists and all kinds of stuff like that. And, like, I'm learning all kinds of new terminology that I never knew before we started all this because... Honestly, what we were when we started this was husband and wife team who had never read the Bible all the way through and felt compelled to because we have too many people quoting crap at us and we wanted to know what was in the Bible, essentially. Right. Right. That's that's what we started as. Um, now, like I said, I, I consider myself an atheist more or less to the, the, to the full extent of that word. Right. <clears throat> but at the same time. You know, the, the nice thing about atheism is that atheism is um, it's set up as you you essentially don't believe in God. That is that is the definition of atheism. So it leaves a lot of room for a lot of different people and a lot of different people are out there who are very angry at religion, which I understand. Also, I understand being sure. angry at religion. I grew up around it, but <clears throat> I don't think it gets me personally anywhere to be angry at religion right. i can i i'm i'm fine with poking fun at religion and i can get angry if somebody's coming in my face about religion right but those are the those are the extent of where my line is drawn is if somebody's coming at me with religion i i don't mind getting angry back but if somebody is um i i'm fine making fun of religion because i think religion is just it's hilarious like to to sit here and tell me that you believe in a god that murdered all these people, that that's condones rape, that condones, um, it just it's crazy. It's crazy. I agree with you completely. So I'm gonna laugh at it. And I'm gonna make fun of it, and I'm gonna call their god a dick because he is a dick. I'm reading so, it. He's a fucking dick. I feel like maybe we're like. No, I don't want to say arguing because we're not arguing, but I feel like if we were arguing, it would be arguing semantics, and. You know, based on what you were telling me, like, what the fuck is the difference between atheism versus anti-theism? Like, so anti-theism, from what I understand, and again, this is one of those new terms that I had not heard before getting into the Twitter world in the atheist circles, is um, basically someone who is angry at religion so or angry the, at God. So they're the angry atheists, then. Maybe the. 
Um, they might not even be atheists. They are literally oh. angry at God. Okay. Okay. So. And, and, and some of them probably are atheists also. They're also, they're atheists who are also angry at this God that they don't believe in. Okay. But you know, there, there's two camps of that as well, I think. And I, I'm, I'm really just talking out my ass because I don't really know all the terminology all that well just yet. Um, I am endeavoring to figure it out because I'm in those circles and I'm having discussions with these people. Um, but I, I haven't quite figured everything out yet. I'm kind of afraid of stepping into that circle and having those discussions because I feel like I would be forced to defend my perspective. And like, I love having a discussion amongst friends. I do not like being questioned and having to defend my stance. Well, like, well, like somebody on, um, cast commented, on a comment that I made that it wasn't even religious, but they were asking me, why do you think that? And, you know, my comment was, whoa, this sounds cool. I don't want to explain to you why I think what I think. Like, it felt so attackish, and I'm really afraid of that. Not afraid because I doubt who I am or what I think, but because it's just a confrontation. I think I've had so much confrontation in my life that I just don't need that. Well, I had there, there's been some of the conversations that I've been party to are that a lot of the people that are atheists come from a religious background. And the reason that they come from a religious background is because they were a lot of them were very devout Christians and they did a lot of studying about the Bible. And so they're very intellectual because they were breaking it down. They were they were understanding, wait, this is contradictory. This is wrong. Why this this can't be right? So, they, and I'm being told these things, so they have a very analytical brain that leads them to this discovery that they are an atheist. So they feel kind of betrayed. Well, and 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 more so, they feel very compelled to defend their new idea. You know, okay. they feel very compelled to um, to to live in the world where this new idea is correct. And I'm not saying that. It, I, I believe that it is. I, I'm on their side, you know, but it's got to be very... I, we, me and you don't have the um, experience of coming from a religious background into atheism. We kind of right. grew up with atheism. So right. it's a different experience. I, I think the, the point of it that I'm trying to make is that everybody comes from a different background and a different experience. Some people might have even been abused in the church systems. I can understand anger. I can understand all this stuff. I think we all just have to kind of agree to live and get along and maybe not harm each other. You know, right, and that, that's right. really the, the easiest way to put it is that we all have differing ideas. And that's what this whole thing is about is differing ideas and, you know, not just being okay with the, the mantra that the, the Christian right gives us every day. So, right. Right. So, um, what do you think happens when we die? You already said this, but I mean, conversely- I also want to be shot out of a cannon. Oh like my, gosh, my ashes just up. like stuff me in a cannon and shoot me out over the ocean. That'd You're be awesome. You're an idiot. Stop. <laughs> That'd be really Stop. cool. Fireworks. Uh, you guys should all get really drunk. Oh my God. And have a party. You better not die before me because I do not want any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, along with the question, <clears throat> what happens when we die? Where did the universe come from? Well, I mean... In my opinion, it came from the Big Bang Theory. Like, you know, we have... The things that banged, where did those come from? Well, I mean, obviously we don't know everything. That's why atheism is a belief and not a fact. Okay? 
right? Right. So all I can go by is the best guesses of science because science is kind of my default state of mind and that I trust here. I trust science way more than any other um, idea or um, that anything else that's out there. Science is where I start with everything. And, you know, there there's I, I just read something the other day that said that the the normal state of existence is something and not nothing. And it was a science, you know, thesis or whatever. I don't know exactly. I didn't read it in detail, but the idea was that essentially instead of thinking that we came from nothing, what if just the constant of the universe and, 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 and life in general is that there's always something there has always been something. It just is. That is what it is. And it doesn't have to have come from somewhere. Right. I think that the, the problem of infinity really scares people. Oh, for sure. And that's why they have to think of a beginning and an end forever and ever. Amen. The problem of death scares everybody. Right. That's why we have to come up with deities that are going to let us live forever in a wonderful plane of existence somewhere in the sky. Right. So everything, everything that we create and worry about comes from something we're scared about generally. Well, in my opinion, that's not true. A lot of things that we create, um, are in order to allow us to take the path of least resistance because um, we're lazy. Sure. So, like, we created ways, instead of having to go to the water, we created ways to bring the water to us. Oh, well, I'm not talking about scientific advances. I guess I'm talking about specifically religions. Like, okay. religions are created because of our fear of existence or or death or, you know, things that we don't understand in this life. Right. We create these other these other things to make them meaningful for us, to make them not as scary so that we have something to look forward to instead of being scared of death. Um, I, I think that like to to consider death and that is the end and that is it. Right. Is not a fun thing to contemplate unless you have a backup plan. Like I'm going to live forever because I worship God. Hell yeah. Or. Um, you know, other religions, they've got like the 70 virgins or whatever the hell it is. I, I'm not, I'm probably wrong about that one, but man, you know, that sounds pretty damn good. You know, oh my I'm just saying like, they got all these shit where you're like, yeah, I'm going to go do this thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm good with dying. I'm good with it. Whereas I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my life now because I think I just turned to fucking dirt guys. I'm so, pretty sure it's, that's it. So how do you reconcile that with, um, the the whole YOLO thing, like, like how how do you say you know? Oh my God, when I'm when I'm dead, I'm done. So, you know, why aren't you like? So I better party it up as much as possible and do as many fun, crazy things. Like, you know, have all the sex, do all the drugs, and party. <laughs> oh, party. you're asking why isn't every atheist out there a um, sinful asshole? Is yeah. that what you're basically getting? Yeah, at? like where. Where do your sense of morals come from? What stops you from having all the fun and and instead being a mature person who lives up to responsibilities? Because I want to enjoy my life. I, I want to enjoy every minute that I'm here. And, and in order to do that, I have to make a living. I have to, you know, um, respect the people that I care about. And, and, and by 
by caring about other people and by sharing experiences with other people, you have to find a way to fit in in those groups and make sure that you are following a code in your head that fits with allowing for everybody in that group, your family, your extended family, to enjoy life as well. So you have to have your own morals. It's not hard to make to, to have your own morals, in my opinion. I, I, I did a lot of thinking about this because I, I questioned existence of God when I was younger and you know went through this whole process. And and to me, it's it's very simple. There there's rules that you. you why would I want to kill somebody? That's I, I just well, what that's... I what I feel. It's it's what is right. Humanitarily humanitarily speaking, what is right for society? What is right for the advancement of my kids' lives? What's the right for the advancement of everybody around me? Even my I, I I'm a caring individual. I care about my shitty ass religious neighbors even i don't want them <laughs> to suffer you know right. like i i i want what's best for people generally speaking right so it you can be religious and say that you follow codes and you can still be a serial killer right As i think seen. it's actually happened actually yeah i was gonna say so um, yeah so i think that when people like when christians in particular ask that question i i feel like they're kind of missing the point because what I get out of that question is, wait, so then the only reason you don't rape and murder is a fear <laughs> of God? Like, that's all that's holding you back? Right, yeah. Like, like oh my God, please don't prove God is not a real, because apparently there's a whole group of people who are going to go out and rape and murder. Right? And that's that's what I always wonder, like, if that's the only thing that's stopping you, and you think that that's what's stopping me, like... We have a different problem. Yeah. We have a bigger problem. And it's not a belief or a lack of belief in God or heaven or hell or whatever. It's a how you treat your fellow man. Right. Yeah. And I I, I mean, I think, it, it, yeah, it has to do with, you know, there there are tenets in the Bible that are that are good things to live by. Like, do unto others as you would have them do unto you type thing. Right. Um. I'm not saying that that exactly is the perfect solution, but it's it's an idea that's out there in society that when you're growing up, when you're when you're when you're younger, these things that you learn about religion, they sound loving, they sound good, they sound yeah. wholesome. And and that's what's supposed to draw people in because we are empathetic creatures in general, I think. Um the problem is that when you get right down to it, it Christianity, other religions even, are very hypocritical and they're not friendly. Right. They just aren't. I've not, I've lived around it my whole life and these people are, I shouldn't say these people. There are a lot of people in these groups that are supposed to be these loving, wonderful people who are just the worst people I've ever met in my life. The worst. I think that because while we might be empathetic creatures and social creatures and all that. We're also lazy and greedy. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's trying to find a way to live within the bounds of, of those two extremes and, and finding your own peace with right. like, okay, um, no, I actually don't want to murder people. And it's not because I'm afraid I'm going to go to um, hell or jail. Right. It's, it's because it's the right thing to do, not murder people. Yeah, yeah. That's the I mean, right thing to do. If you think about it, like, even scientifically, 
it's, you, you know, if you take religion out of it, like biologically, it makes sense to not murder each other for the species to survive. Yeah, definitely. Like biologically, if we all just were out for blood against each other, we wouldn't have survived as a species. Right. And we've survived as a species long before this Christian God was ever invented. Right. And long, and we will long after. You think? I don't know. They might blow up the fucking planet. Well, there's always that. Uh, or incite war so that somebody else blows us up. There's that too. I mean, whatever. We can be as cynical <laughs> or as optimistic as we want to be, I suppose. I'm kind of cynical. I'm kind of both. Yeah, you really are. But, you know, it is what it is. So, um, my next question is, do you believe in miracles? No. No? Nope. Wow, just flat no. Just flat no. But you do acknowledge that there are coincidental or weird things that happen, right? Definitely, but I and I think you know this of me. Anytime something happens, I'm going to try to attribute it to something scientifical. Scientifical? scientifical? What wow. the fuck is wrong with me? That's, Scientific. That word Scientifical. right there. <laughs> that is proof that you're not to be trusted. <laughs> Hey, I caught myself. I know you did. You really did. <laughs> I said it and I was like, wait, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> so this kind of gets into... No. Wait. No, I wasn't... Oh, okay. Never I wasn't going to bring up your bad apostrophe <laughs> usage, but now I have to because you shouted at me. Uh, okay, okay. I'm coming full clean here. Guys, I suck at apostrophe usages. I suck at speaking, apparently. Yeah, you do. I suck at apostrophe usage. You really do. I really suck. And so up until tonight, actually, um, I, I had created a new logo for our podcast and I had put an apostrophe S at the end of atheists on the logo and Because you that tried is to turn correct. You tried to turn a plural into a possessive. Right. And luckily for me, my wife is um very much in the English realm of things and she loves her words, so she caught my mistake and gave me hell about it the rest of the night and including still now. Well, so. I, I wasn't going to go there, oh. actually. That's not where I was going at all. Oh. I was trying to get back on track. But you would have given me hell later tonight still. But you were like, oh, don't say anything. So I had already decided in my head I wasn't going to say it because even though you are bad at apostrophes and even though you did make our logo have an apostrophe and I was appalled, appalled, I tell you, it really isn't fair of me to complain when I don't do any of the images or social media. Yeah, that's right. And badly done is better than not done at all. Damn straight. Whatever. I'm <laughs> I'm over here giving you this and you outed yourself. I did. I did. So where I was going was... Sorry, sorry. When, no, you're fine. Um, I knocked you off trail earlier, so yeah. it's fine. Um, where I was going was when... You say that you will always try to figure out, like, what's actually happening instead of, you know, jumping instantly to the mystical, magical miracle thing. Yes. Um, it reminds me how um, one time um, there was, uh, oh, what was it? It was, it was at Halloween time and one of the local parks or something had... Oh. Had, um... No, it was the, um... There's a place down there that... Like, the Halloween place. That's what I said. Oh, One okay. of the local Halloween theme park place, whatever... Gotcha. Had, um... 
hired like a bunch of people to dress as clowns zombie and clowns. zombie clowns and jump out of airplanes. Yes. And um but they had failed to inform everybody that they were doing this with torches. Yeah. They were jumping out of planes with torches. So um me and you and your brother yeah. were standing out front of one the house we used to live in and um I'm like freaking out and I'm like, oh my God, because, you know, I see all these, these things coming down and I'm like freaking out what is happening. And, right. um, so I'm like running in and, you know, trying to call the police or local weather channel or anybody. And you are standing outside just watching it like, cool. Yeah. And all I could think was. You know, we're about to die, and instead of spending your last few minutes with me, you're spending your last few minutes, like... I had to know what it was. Yeah, yeah. And, like, anytime there's, <laughs> um, like, a tornado warning... I go watch. Yeah. You send me and the kid down to the cellar, and you're like, I'll be down in a minute. Yeah. And you gotta see. I do. It's so fucking annoying. My brain needs proof. I know. You need <laughs> all the proof of everything always. It's amazing. <laughs> And annoying. Well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. So, okay, you don't believe in miracles? No. I I don't know. Things happen and sometimes... I believe that there are things that happen that we don't yet understand. Yeah. But I think that those things that we don't understand have a scientific explanation. Sure. That's and what I believe. I think that the word miracle is just lazy. I agree. So... 100%. Yeah, Okay. What about angels? Do you believe in angels? Not even a little bit. Me neither. But I have to tell you, I fucking love angel figurines and angel art. I love Castiel on Supernatural. I love Castiel on Supernatural also. <laughs> Misha Collins is the shit. Okay, this one's slightly unrelated. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Why? Why? Because we have an infinite universe and in that infinite, infinite space, there's got to be aliens. Right. I, there's I infinite agree. Po- there's infinite possibility. So in that infinite possibility, yes, that does exist. And what is considered an alien though? Is it a microbe or is it like what would we consider an alien? Does it have to right. be able to talk to us? Right. Or is it just have to be living? Does it does it have to like get in a spaceship and come see us? Right. Like I think that there is life on other planets and we may not ever even meet it. Now the better question might be, do I believe that aliens have been near or in Earth's yes, orbit. that it was my next question. And that I don't know. Now, I will say that that video of the Navy planes that caught the the crazy things on video or whatever, uh-huh. that was pretty crazy. Yeah. But again, until I know what it is, I'm it's, still not going to like It's still science. I of think some it's nature. neat and you know, at the time Trump was president, so I was like, "Come save us aliens, please." But that was a whole different reason why I wanted aliens. Right. I think the question is, is the science from our planet or from another planet? Right. That's, that's the question. I mean, it could have just easily have been something the Chinese or the Russians had done. Right. Well, so. I mean, you know that they're about to release all of these reports. Yeah. And... I've heard some some tidbits about how it's basically a nothing burger, but, you know. See, I've heard both. And so I'm just reserving judgment. Yeah, I, I mean, I always reserve judgment. What about Area 51? Area 51's bullshit. You think? Yeah. I don't know. X-Files seemed to think it was something big. Area 51's bullshit. If, if it ever was anything, and I'm not saying that it was or it wasn't. If it ever was, they've long since moved it because 
there's way too much attention on that place. Maybe. Or um, where's the best place to hide is in plain sight where nobody would expect you to be. I guess. I mean, there's rumors that, well, okay, we live in Ohio, okay? We do. And we live kind of near um, a, a major air base. And there's there's rumors around here that the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Air Force Base? Air Force, air Force, Force Base. Force. Air Force Base has aliens there, too. Oh, see, I didn't know that. No, it's a pretty big rumor out here. Wow. That's amazing. And I said Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. You did. I did. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, now I have to explain why that's funny. Okay, so um, everybody in this area does not call it Wright-Patterson. They call it Wright-Pat. Like, right. There's the Wright-Pat Credit Union, and there's the Wright-Pat Base. I only know? said it this way, though. Just to clarify, I said it this way. For anybody that lives in this area, I said it that way to clarify which base it is so that people outside of this area would know what I was talking about. Right. but why Otherwise, I would not have referred to it that way. Why it's funny is that um, in literature and movies, they always refer to it like locals, characters who are supposed to be local to this area, say Wright-Patterson. And I always laugh because I'm not from here. So that's something I noticed right away when I moved here is that nobody calls it that. Right. Everybody always uses the shorthand, right, Pat. But like in the book, um, The Fifth Wave, and then in the movie that came um, from that book, um, the kids, the local kids, all called it Wright Patterson. Right. And it's just, yeah. it's... I'm like, the, it, I was, it was cringeworthy listening to it. Yeah. So I was like, wait, yeah. you guys live, they lived in Dayton, which is like our main city here. And they were like, they were calling it Wright Patterson. And I'm like, nobody... There's not a soul that lives here that would ever call that Wright Patterson. Yeah, nobody Ex- except for just now when you did it on a podcast. Yeah, right. And that's why no, it's I, funny. but in reference, if you're referring it to people that live outside of this state, yeah, or this area, even right. you have to refer to it as its name. Yeah, but if you live here and you're talking to somebody that lives here, it's always, 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 always Wright Pat. It would be like you know if somebody's talking about Alex Bell Road, and instead they called it. Alexander Graham Bell Road. Right. Like, that would be the cringeworthiness of that. But now we're getting off on a long tangent okay. about nothing related to our podcast or atheism. That's kind of what we do. It is. That's kind of what we do. I mean, we do. We do. So, um, here are some questions that um, um, lots of Christians like to ask because they, they're gotchas. Okay. Um, if there is no God, how does your life have any meaning? Um, my, my, my life has meaning in my wife, who I love, and my daughter, who I love, and the activities that I do that I love. And your cat. And my family, an extended family that I love. And your cat that and loves my you. And cat, my cat's awesome. Yeah. Although, I just friended somebody on Twitter, and he doesn't like cats. And That is suspect to me. I told him, I was like, look, I friended you, but... The only thing that I'm concerned about is your dislike of cats, but your feed was pretty good, so we'll just, you know, we'll call it even. I'm not sure about it. I mean, whatever. I'm we'll not we'll sure. see. We'll, we'll see. see how that goes. When people ask me, um, how do you how do you find meaning without a belief in God? I, I always want to respond, you're absolutely right. I'm going to go jump off a cliff right now. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck kind of question is that? No, your meaning is, I mean... We want to go to Italy. We want to travel the world. We want to. We have plans. I love reading. We have books. lots of things we want to do. I love yeah. writing. You want to read all the books before you die, right? Yeah. 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 Actually, okay. Another tangent. Actually, um, I have stayed up at night in a a wild panic 
knowing that I will die before I've read even a hint of all of the books that yeah. I want no, to read in my her lifetime. Her fear is real about that one. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. And it's not just all the books that currently exist. It's all the ones that it's not fair. They'll they come after, eventually, yeah. They'll come after I'm dead and there will be new classics that I will have not even been introduced Speaking to. Speaking of which, when is Patrick Rothfuss... Rothfuss... Rothfuss. Rothfuss releasing that final book? Because if he waits till after I die, I'm going to be really, really pissed. Yeah, he needs to put out that, that, that next book. He, that, that was a great series. And yeah. The Name of should, the Wind. The Name of the Wind. Yeah, you guys should look that series up. If, if you like sci-fi... Or not sci-fi. Fantasy. Fantasy. Sorry. Yeah. It's a good fantasy series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That was pretty much all I had, so... Are we doing it? Is there another section or is that it? No, um, that was it. We just dove right into it. Oh, so, so we're just, that's it then, That's huh? it. Well, okay, I'll ask you one more question. Okay, then. all right. Okay, what is the point of religion? The point of religion, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, I think that originally in the beginning times of civilization that it was created as a way to um, have a system of laws and rules that people would abide by in order to control them because you 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 need a system of government of some type or some rules and laws for people to follow in order to have a civil society that you can adhere to rules that you apply across the board so like we have our our laws in this country right and that's essentially what i would consider the bible of 2000 years ago right it's it's a reason to keep people doing the things that you want them to do um whether for good or for bad right yeah, no, I, I mean that that to me is essentially what the bi- or what religion is. It's a way to keep people from straying outside the lines and to encourage people to live a um, a decent life. I guess you know, like it, it, it's it's kind of the same idea as all the self help books out there. Like you know, put a smile on your face and make this a happy day, or oh you know, whatever. <laughs> I I don't I don't know, like. You got all these inspiration shit things out there, and they don't do much for me because I'm like, I see right through you. Fuck you. It's an early morning, and I want to go back to bed. So fuck off. <laughs> but I always thought of of um, religion as a way to explain the unexplainable, like you know why why thunder? Yikes! Sure. Yeah, especially I mean older religions, obviously. Right. They didn't know what the stars were even or, you know, like there were so many things unanswered for them that because they didn't have the answers, somebody could create them and then use them as a form of laws. So, you know, so I guess both. Yeah. No, it, it leaves a lot of room for mysticism where there's not an explanation for things. And in that mysticism, you can use that unknown world to create things that people should abide by because you can create up whatever story you wanted to in order to hold people to account. Right, so. right. Like when God in the Bible says to cook your meat before you eat it. Yeah. And we know now that that was a really smart thing to do. I mean, you know, <laughs> like a lot of the things in the Bible probably and, and other religions probably started with the best of intentions on trying to help humanity. I mean, I've had salmonella, so yeah, it's not good, guys. I hate to cut this short, but if we go much longer, yeah, our alarm's going to go off. Oh no. Okay, yeah, we got to go. All right. Yeah, we'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys on Thursday. Thanks for joining us on this uh bonus episode and Happy guys, 50. You guys, yeah, happy 50th episode. 
thanks for uh, coming along for the ride with us, guys. Yeah. Bye. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.